1: Everybody, special Christmas. Let's go. Share the video. Refresh the video. The date is correct now. Merry Christmas.
0: They told me. Merry Christmas, CMA Country Christmas. A newborn king to see. Pa-rum-pa-pum. Pump.
2: our finest gifts we bring up. Oh.
1: Here we go. gentlemen, that is how we bring in Live From America. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are all locked and loaded right here on LFA TV Live From America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, brought to you and broadcasting always from the live free or die Granite State of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing and an honor to be here with you every single day of the week. So very much. I am, I, I am blessed so very much. I, can't even, I cannot even believe that I have the life that I have. I cannot even believe it. To be able to be with you guys every day, please let me know if you hear me okay, if the, if the volume is okay. That was for King and Country, my favorite live um, showing of the Little Drummer Boy that I've ever, ever seen in my life. And we watch it now all the time in my house. Uh, so thank you so very much. Uh, Victoria, too many people not chat participating. People jumped in with ignorant comments and to complain about Jeremy not being here. I was good, all things considered. I was angry. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that in a little bit. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you. I do feel so very blessed every day. I love, I, I cannot go, you know, we're going to go three and a half days without seeing each other. That's, that's to, that to me is going to be like, uh, wait a minute, nah, I don't feel right. You know what I mean? Three and a half days without being with each other here on TV. Uh, We're not going to be back until Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. So what we're going to do is we're going to start to show out with a bang like we did. We're going to go longer today because there's no Mike Crispy. There's no Anna Perez today. I can go as long as I want. So we're going to go a little bit longer today than an hour. How about that? Is that okay with all of you? Can we stay a little bit longer today? Can we share uh, time together and debate and share the gospel and the truth together? Can we get inspired and encourage each other? Can we hold each other accountable? Because we've got a lot to cover today. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. And what we're going to do right now, all right, we're going to shift gears for a minute. First of all, I want to thank you all for your patience last night. Uh, In the last wee hour and a half left before my last night show, uh, as you can imagine, we have four teenagers and a five-year-old. With the four teenagers, they're all doing something in life because we do not allow allow them to sit around on their phones and sit in their rooms and be zombies. So, each one of our children has either one or multiple things that they're doing in their and your and their life. One daughter is doing cheerleading and gymnastics. Another daughter is doing tap and gymnastics. Another my son is doing indoor soccer and basketball. My other son, I mean, they're all doing something, right? So, um. My wife, who is now sick, and, other t- and two other kids who are sick, including Lily still, uh, my wife has to do all of this. She has to manage all of this plus work here. And last night she said, I know it's rough, and I know everybody donated to my family to get a new boiler and all of this. Is there any way that you could get somebody to fill in for you and help me out tonight? What am I supposed to say? No, of course I am. So I had to uh, help out last night, both with facilitating, bringing kids to and fro, and then, of course, being at home afterwards uh, for for my wife so she could actually not have to deal with something while she tries to recover. So last night, I got to surprise my son. Uh, Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a longer show today, so just bear with me here. I I got to surprise my son uh, to be at his uh, basketball game. Now, my son is a soccer, uh, you know, he's soccer- Everything. This is his first year playing basketball, and I've not been able to make a game because his games are usually in between four and six, and I'm always here with you guys. So he didn't know I was coming last night, and uh, I made the provisions to be able to get a fill in to go. Now, once I got there, he didn't know I was going to be there. I already explained the story this morning, so for all those hearing it again, please, please, please bear with me. Uh, When I got there, he didn't know I was going to be there, so I saw him messing around with his friends, you know, and, and being my son. And uh, when he saw me, you could see he was like he was like surprised for a minute, but then he was like, "Hey, what's up?" You know what I mean. But then his ears got instantly red. His cheeks got instantly red, as red as the hat on my head. And uh, you could just tell he was very he was very uh, happy that I got to be there. And boy, he uh, boy he got his poop in a group. He was running uh, hard as he ever could, and and playing his little heart out. Uh, now they didn't win, but it was a a back and forth high scoring game, and it was awesome. Now. Uh, Let me get back to. So I I apologize for the quick, uh, you know, movement last night and not letting you, uh, making you aware. I didn't know I was going to not be here last night until last minute. So in that last minute, what we had to do, uh, ladies and gentlemen, sorry, I'm just reading the comments. Um, We had to get somebody in to fill in uh, and then get them all set up. Well, we thought it was a great opportunity to have Isabella. Uh, Moody, who's going to have a show here in January, uh, right at 4 PM to fill in for me. And like, she's not done this before. Not a show. She was not ready at all. She wasn't even home. And I said, would you be able to do this? It would be a great opportunity for you and the LFA family to get familiar with each other, especially since you're going to have a show coming up in January. She said, not only would it be an honor and an opportunity of a lifetime, but I will rush home and we will see if we can make it work. We're not ready to do this, but we can see if we can make it work. And with the help of her and producer Frankie uh, there for Unafraid, they got it to work and she was able to come in and she was able to fill in for me. One of the great things now about having LFA TV is that now we have other hosts that can bring the news now. Again, she did this last minute. She was not prepared to do it. She jumped on the opportunity to do it, which lets you know she's an LFA TV. Go get her, and we're going to be happy to have her here. And no, she's not going to be anything like me. She's going to be herself. That's the great thing about this network. Now, I will say, and I said this this morning on Rise Up, I was very, very surprised and shocked to see a lot of people here in our family saying very mean things about her filling in for me. Um... Who is this girl? Why is she here? This girl sucks. Oh my gosh, she's gonna have a show on this network. I'm not gonna watch it. All right, I'm leaving. Jeremy not here. I'm not watching. Okay, going back to Bannon's war room. And I I gotta tell you, she 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 saw those. And uh she she went through like a trooper, very first time doing this, and in front of an audience that is, you know, you you us. And it's very intimidating for her. She's a young girl, and I thought she did a great job. And she came in, and, and I didn't get to watch it live, but I watched it later, and I thought she did a heck of a job. And I could not believe some of the things that I saw. So anyway, I'm not going to talk much about this other than to say this, guys. Um, if we can't even be kind enough to open our arms and welcome somebody who's going to be part of our team and our, and our family, then how are we ever to be uh, opened and welcome of a troll or a lost soul like Freddie was at one time in our chats. Now, I can ignore that, you know, and I and I understand why that people didn't mean what they said. They were just kind of upset that I wasn't there last night. Um, and I get it 100%. I'm not, I'm not going to say any names or anything like that. But uh, if you guys could do me the favor, like, and I asked this morning, I asked this morning people to do this too. If you can go back to the uh, last night's show that she filled in for me, uh, you can't chat live obviously anymore, but if you can go to the bottom and let her know how good of a job she did and just, you know, let her know honest opinions. Um, that would be good. I think that would be uplifting for her because she did reach out to me afterwards and she said, I'm very sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to, you know, not, you know, basically represent your show well. And I was like, don't feel that way at all. That, that shouldn't have been the way that people made you feel. I'm I, very, I, I told her that everybody would be so accepting. So anyway, it wasn't a lot of people, but there was enough to make her you know, realize, think that she didn't do a great job. So anyway, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, just please open your arms up to these folks. Uh, great people. God led them here. I didn't go seek these people out. They're good people. They're here for the right cause. They're God-fearing, God-loving people. Uh, they're young. And uh, we'll all find our ways together. Together. All right. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you for allowing uh, that to happen last night. And thank you for building something that we were able to have that opportunity to do something like that last night. Because I'll tell you this, being with my son last night and then going home and being with my family on a night where they're not used to seeing me made all the difference in the world for us and Sabrina. And I just want to say by that kindness of Isabella last night and your guys' kindness to accept her in, it really made that possible. So I will say thank you very much. OK, thank you so very, very much. And please rumble and share this video as we go to the verse of the day today. Now, the verse of the day today was very, uh, I wouldn't say the verse was controversial, but we had a lot of debate this morning in Rise Up, OK? And some people, it, nobody got upset. That's what I love about this family. Nobody got upset with one another. But it was a very heated and spiritual debate about sacrifice for you know eternal Uh, riches and glory and and sacrificing little for a lot, and it was a very, very awesome show this morning, so if you missed it sometime during this weekend during your Christmas time, uh, please make sure that you guys check it out, okay, it's definitely worth uh, checking out, but uh, the the verse today that we're going to get to is actually titled, uh, give me one second here, okay, there we go, the verse today was actually titled, Do not let the gospel be compromised. And I'll just read everything to you. I said, uh, verse of the day today, Galatians uh, 1, 9 through 13. Galatians 1, 9 through 13. Uh, No excuse for blowing off the family. Not sure what that means. I'm not sure what that means. Are you saying I have no excuse for blowing off the family? That would be weird. Anyway, Galatians 9 through 13 says, As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, then let him be accursed. For for am I now seeking the approval of man or the approval of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that ha- was preached to me was not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God and violently tried to destroy it, and violently tried to destroy it. Now, obviously, this is Paul, ladies and gentlemen, and what Paul was saying here is that the gospel wasn't taught to him. It was revealed to him, okay? No man taught Paul the gospel. Nobody sat him down for years and brought him through the gospel. This was revealed to him by Christ, okay? It was revealed to him, the gospel to Paul, because Paul was killing and arresting Christians. He hated Christians. He hated Christians so badly, ladies and gentlemen, that there was no explanation outside of his testimony that would be logical outside of the fact that Jesus came to him. After becoming a follower of Christ, whose new sole mission was to spread the gospel And what was revealed to him, he spent years trying to keep people away from false doctrine. Many people were changing the gospel and the word of God to please other men and other religious leaders. Sound familiar to the churches today, folks? Catholic churches for centuries have added and subtracted words from the Bible to fit narrative. But so have all other denominations of the evangelical church. Everybody is guilty of this. Do you want to know how to identify the actual words of Christ? Here it is, folks. Know him. That's it. Know him. If you want to know the real uh, words of Christ and what it was meant when it was written, when it was inspired to people to write, the best way you can do it is know him. It's that simple be close to him. Allow the gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John to foster in a close relationship with Jesus. And then you'll be able to know what's real and what's not real. Too many people preach to please men or themselves more than not. Just like Americans have different perceptions of the constitution. Even more people have their own perspective of what the Bible teaches. That is the problem. It wasn't written for you to feel good about yourself or say things like, maybe it's really saying this instead of that. There is no maybes. It's either true or it's not true. Interpret it the way it was written. And if you don't understand the way it was written, uh, then you are not close enough to Jesus. Ask reliable Bible-based pastors or elders to help you. There are many that will. Again, they are not giving you the answer. That is what the Bible does. That's what God does. They can help lead you there like a good shepherd helps lead a flock, ladies and gentlemen. And in Jesus' name, we pray for that, and we say amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, says Bad Moon. I don't know who you're referring to if you're just making a statement, but you are 100% correct. A hundred percent correct. It looks like we have some birthdays in the house, ladies and gentlemen. We have Heather and we have um, who's the other one? Heather and who? Matt. Matt and Heather. But we also have uh, a request from Jackie. Her mom passed away. This is her first Christmas without her mom. And it's her mom's birthday as well. And her name's Kathy. So we have Kathy, Matt and Heather. All right. So we'll say Kathy, Matt and Heather. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Kathy, Matt, and Heather. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday and Merry Christmas, everybody. Who's ready to get the show started? I am. Let's lift up our cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm. And thank you for all the donations, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy, hats up on the hats off. Heads up on the hats off. I did take the hat off, didn't I? Did I not take the hat off? Thought I did. But if I didn't, I apologize. I apologize. All right, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. Now, I was going to play you the uh, cold open today, which was going to be uh, from Carrie Lake, but then I decided last minute to play the, uh, the for King and Country thing. So here was your cold open today. This is Carrie Lake, her statements following the conclusion of the end of the trial yesterday, the election trial. Uh, let's go
3: to that now. I'm gonna make a quick statement. I am so incredibly proud of our amazing attorneys and staff that put this amazing case together, historic case. We proved without a shadow of a doubt that there was malicious intent that caused disruption so great, it changed the results of the election. I'm incredibly proud of, of both Brian Blam and Kurt Olson who led up this legal team. We provided expert testimony, we provided experts. The other side brought in activists to try to save face. They admitted that they've known about these ballot problems, but they ballot problems. Now they're trying to say that it's been going on for three elections. Our elections are a mess in this country. And I am so happy to stand up and say, no longer will we as Americans put up with this. We demand fair, honest, transparent elections and we will get them. And I pray so hard for this judge. I think that he really took in all of that information. I think he listened very closely to what happened. And I'm fighting for the people of Arizona, but not just for the people of Arizona. I'm fighting for the people of this country and for our future. If we don't have honest elections where we decide who represents us then we don't have a country anymore and you know the you know the defendants their attorney said it in his closing in his closing statement he said we choose our rulers isn't that telling this was a selection not an election Boom. and we in America choose who represents us and we will restore honest elections and I will never stop fighting I will never stop fighting. So thank you. Uh,
1: I'm just going to make a quick. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I think one of the most important things that she said there was this was a selection, not an election. This definitely was a selection, not an election. And she's 100 percent right about that. And if we have an honest judge, which I honestly believe we do. okay, if we have an honest judge. There is no possible way that this election is not either overturned or a new ruling that a new election has to happen. Because not only was the case proved, was Carrie Lake's case uh, proved beyond a shadow of a doubt, we then recalled back the election director up uh, yesterday, which I would have talked about last night. We recalled the election director back up, who then admitted on camera, on air, ladies and gentlemen, he 100% admitted that the uh, the changes to the elections machines were made the day of the election. That was illegal. He admitted it. He admitted to the fraud on air. Let's go and play that video right now.
4: Is it your testimony that the printer set changes that gave rise to so-called shrink the so-called shrink-to-fit uh, issue, was that done on election
2: day?
1: That's correct. There you go. Was this done uh, on you. election day? Questions. That's correct. Was this shrink to fit uh, change that was made to the printers or the t- or the machines? Was that made on election day? And he said that's correct. And then quickly drank his uh, drank his juice or his vodka or whatever else he's drinking up there. He was called back right. because he had perjured himself prior on the stand. Oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ah, we're caught now. You didn't think you were going to get caught, huh? You didn't think that the big Lebowski and her attorneys were going to be able to lay it all out there the way they did. So they brought you back on cross. They brought you back to bring you back up there, and give you another opportunity, give you one more chance to say what really happened. And boy, did he ever, ladies and gentlemen. He came back on the stand and said, yes, the configurations were changed on election day. Boom. That's it. Game over. Done. Redo the election or put the rightful winner in. Just by that alone, as a culmination of everything that happened uh, during the trial, and then you end it on that, ladies and gentlemen, it's over with. And then the defense, which is the Katie Hobbs team, because this is being prosecuted by Carrie Lake and her team, so the defense, they were getting their butts handed to them the entire trial. Can we just say that? Don't get me wrong. They had their moments where they were able to discredit enough to make it look like a reality TV show uh, trial. But in the end, a 5,000-foot overview is Carrie Lake's team ran through them like Donald Trump ran through the 2016 primary uh, candidates, ladies and gentlemen. It was that above and beyond. And I'm not even being biased, okay? Actually, me being biased would say the same exact thing because that's what happened. And I love that that's what happened, okay? Here's the other greatest part. You want to know how we know that happened outside of the fact that we have eyes and ears and we have a brain to comprehend things that we actually see and reality, unlike a Marxist liberal moron, is the fact that all you had to do is see the closing arguments of their attorney. The closing arguments of Katie Hobbs' attorney. He was so disgruntled. He was so caught in a corner that he literally said the dumbest things in a closing argument that any lawyer in any time period on any movie, even dumber than things that my cousin Vinny said on that Hollywood movie that we all loved from the 90s. He said, if you literally wait until election day, then guess what? You reap what you sow. Then he goes on to say, we choose our, our rulers in this country. We choose our rulers that is what uh, Carrie Lake was talking about in that open that I just showed you. You literally are saying we choose our rulers. I uh, hate to break it to you, guy, but we don't have rulers in America. We have representatives in America. And he basically laid it all out. Let's go to this, uh, this uh, loser's closing argument. Political malpractice. Who goes out and
5: tells their voters, don't vote on Vote on day one of voting, early voting, day two, day three, all the way up to day 26 of early voting. Wait to the last second. That's political malpractice. No, that's called voting day. You reap what you sow. Reap what you sow, he says. Your Honor, the burden has not been met. Yes, it has. When people come into this courtroom without evidence, there should be a day of reckoning. And this has been happening all over the country, Your Honor, and it's got to stop. And it's got to stop right now. And the place to stop it is right here in your courtroom, Your Honor. Nice. Right here in Mesa, Arizona. Nice
1: wrinkled suit.
5: This has got to stop. we got to get back to respecting elections because that's all we have, Your Honor. Different religions, different creeds, different ethnicities, different backgrounds. There's only one thing that makes us Americans. And that's we believe in choosing our own election, our own rulers, our own governors, our own mayors, our our own 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 presidents. Yeah. And we do that through elections. And because of our forefathers' experience, those elections are split up, the 50 different states and all the different counties. And the legislature makes the rules, the counties follow the rules, you you carry out the election, and you live with the results. If you lose, you live to fight another day. You don't go into court and spew conspiracy theories and Spill sour grapes. Thank you, Your Honor.
1: Wow, you sound like you're spilling sour grapes. Uh, We choose our rulers. Uh, You reap what you sow if you wait till election day. Uh, What? What? Yeah, it sounds like to me he won. Now, the mainstream media, the fake news, they are out there in droves saying that Carrie Lake did not prove her case. Um, uh, For everybody saying that, may I remind you of this? Is it
4: your testimony that the printer set changes that gave rise to the so-called shrink-to-fit issue, was that done on Election Day?
2: That's correct.
1: I'm done with this guy, Your Honor. Thank you. No further questions. The two Utes. (laughs) Hey, hey. I'm a loser. You're a loser. I'm a loser. Whoa, you're
3: such a loser. Loser. and i'm not what i
1: appear to be oh you are what you appear to be you frumpy wrinkled fat loser so ladies and gentlemen long story short that's what happened now that very guy that said that's correct we changed the settings on election day illegal and we did that not for this o- this election only oh 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 but here was the uh, here was the mwah. here was the creme de la creme ladies and gentlemen when he actually said not only Has this printer problem been a problem, meaning that they are automatically fitting and shrinking to size, which means they're not counting the ballots? Not only did it happen in the 2022 midterm general election, but this guy, Scott Jarrett, said it's actually happened for the last three elections and we didn't tell the people about it. Excuse me, your steak is uh well done. Please get it off the, uh, the grill and make room for more. Roasted, ladies and gentlemen. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Now, nothing says guilt, ladies and gentlemen, than your actions. Your actions. Again, we talked about actions and words this morning on Rise Up, didn't we? Well, ladies and gentlemen, then let's catch up with our friend, Ben Berkwam. Let's catch up with our friend, Jordan Conradson, as they actually chased down Mr. Jarrett. This is awesome. Let me see if we can pull this up. As they chased down Mr. Jarrett after the court uh, case, after he was uh, brought back to make sure that he, uh, you know, didn't perjure himself again, Uh, this is Ben Berkwam and Jordan Conradson chasing down this loser.
4: I mean you lied about the 2020
6: election issues was it a lie of omission or commission
4: Scott why are
1: you running from us you were so brazen on the standing there yeah are you running yeah why are you running Scott
6: Scott did you know the question yesterday Scott, were, you, how- were you coached by legal counsel to tell the truth today
4: Scott how do you boldly lie like that Scott Jarrett what's going on? No answer. That's Jordan right there. No answer. You're with Ben Berquon from Real America's Voice. This is Jordan Conradson with the Gateway Pundit. Yep. Scott
6: Jarrett, Scott Jared. Elections
4: director of Maricopa Towers, running,
6: running from the answer. On the court, on the stand. Sorry, catching my breath. The guy tried to hide. We caught up with him.
4: He, he actually, we were, we were walking out of the building.
6: He ran away from us. Yeah, he tried to he run the other way. Saying, I'm not leaving And that. then realized he, there's only one way out. Right. So he, uh, this is the same thing though, Katie Hobbs. She will, she's running, they don't want to answer the question.
4: Katie Hobbs was supposed to show up today, wasn't Katie she? Katie Hobbs
6: was supposed to, well, Bill Gates, it's the same thing. Stephen Richer, none of them, they're a bunch of cowards. They are. They won't answer the questions.
4: Stephen Richer's in Panama, what's he doing there?
6: Probably helping the country? Helping illegals <laughs> yeah, that's right. come up through the Darien Gap, invade our country now that, you know, if Katie Hobbs, if the steal, if they get the steal, the state of Arizona will be owned by the cartel. So. That's right.
4: That's why Doug Ducey taking down the, Shame the on Ducey. right now. Shame
6: on, Ducey. Shame
1: on Ducey. Well, what a day. Back to the courtroom, right?
6: Back to the courtroom. Let's Real news, right. baby. Let's go. go.
1: Back to the courtroom. Real news, baby. That's why I love my friends. Right there. You know, that's why I love them. And I used to do this out in the streets. Sometimes I miss it. I miss being out in the streets. But if I'm out in the streets, then I can't be here with you guys. Everybody's got a role to play. Ben gets to have all the fun, and I get to uh, bring it all together and report it to all of you guys. Um, But don't worry. I have a feeling that in 2023, LFA TV, myself, Sean, uh, Mike, Anna, uh, Isabella, and all of us fighters, uh, Kevin, you're going to see a lot of us uh, doing things um, where people don't want us to be. You guys want us to be there. But the people that we're going after, they're not going to want us to be there. A lot of big things. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please let Ben Berkwam know on any of his social media channels uh, how much you appreciate the job that he's done. Real news, baby. High five. That's the new, that's the new face of news right there. We will never let them silence us so that, we bring the, so that we can't bring the news to you. I promise you that. We are a team. We are a team here. And we even have other people that you don't even know about yet that are gathering information. Okay, we are put here by God. You're here with us. We're making a difference. And ladies and gentlemen, if that judge has not been uh, threatened and if he is a man of the law, which it seems like he was during the trial. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, I think he'll make the right decision. And I believe he has to what, two days after Christmas. Is that right, Eli? Two days after Christmas to the 27th. To make the decision and the ruling. And you know what I hope? Here's what I honestly hope, ladies and gentlemen. Eli was talking to me about this yesterday. He said, What are the outcomes here? I said, Well, the greatest outcome, which I don't see happening, but the greatest outcome would be there's enough proof to show not only did she not win the election, Katie Hobbs, but there was intent to steal the election and we're going to just immediately, and as soon as possible, we're going to say Carrie Lake won, she's the governor, and we're going to prosecute Katie Hobbs. That would be greatest moment of all time. Do I think that's going to happen? No. Very, 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 we, I think we proved intent, uh, especially with the fact that they were all on a super PAC to get rid of Carrie. That's your intent right there. We know that Steven Richer was, uh, was in a super PAC. Uh, We know that the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, loser visors, we like to call them, were in a pack to get rid of Kerry. That right there shows their intent. But let's just say the judge more than likely is going to say that doesn't show intent. Okay, the second thing that could happen, redo the election, and there's going to be very strict rules, and here's how we're going to do it to make sure we find the winner. Boom, Kerry Lake wins. Um, What was the other thing that we said? The other I, I just, th- those are the only two outcomes that you could do if you do it by the law. I guess the third thing can going to happen is he could, uh, he could uh, say, well, there's not enough proof here. But I, I, we were wrong about Mike Pence. We were wrong about Mike Pence. So I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Now, here's a great video for you. Check this out. Here's a great video for you from uh, Mike Lindell. If you guys, uh, now, everybody's been helping out as much as possible. With Carrie Lake's legal uh, legal defense team, uh, Carrie Lake's legal defense team is, I think, more than all of us know, and uh, she needed more. So the great My Pillow man, Mike Lindell, the fighter of our time, listen to what Mike Lindell says. Listen to how much money he's given to help Carrie Lake fight. This. Are you Silent saying time?
5: you don't think they had your back? You spent forty million dollars trying to get sorted the twenty twenty election and all the election theft for twenty twenty two. That's right. Do you do you think they had your back? Absolutely not. And they, they didn't have the countries back. They, uh, they proved it in Arizona. Here we
4: are in Arizona. And they come down here and they were going to put all this money into what happened here in the midterms. And then, as soon as they found out that it was uh, the relief was a new election, they backed out and they headed over to Georgia. You know, Let's head over to Georgia and raise more money and another loss. It's five Fs in a row. Tw- 18
5: Fs. Is the rumors true? Are you putting up the money here for Kerry Lake in all of the yes. fights here?
4: Or wow. is C? Uh, no, I am. You are the Lindell, Re- the Lindell Offensive Fund, the Lindell Legal Offense Fund.
5: So, Can we give it up for Mike we, let's Lindell? Let's give it up for Mike Lindell.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Mike Lindell has been, he, he's put in $40 million of his own money to fight the 2020 election. And he has been the largest f- uh, donor, or I guess I should say, funder. Of Kerry Lake's legal uh, defense for this, and Abe Hamaday, who's also moving forward, folks, and he has paid that. You tell me that that man didn't deserve all of us buying all those pillows and all those blankets and all those gauzy sheets. You tell me that you didn't get did you did you really get sick and tired of seeing everybody with their promo codes? I didn't because every time I saw the War Room or 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 Poso or, or anybody else TPUSA or myself or anybody talk about use promo code LFA. It was to go and fight this stuff, $40 million to fight this stuff. Now, some people would say, well, he wasted $40 million. I don't believe so. I look at the good and everything. Look what we found out about it. Look what we found. See what I'm saying? Um, Somebody said we have a troll, BCI, blah, 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 blah. Alright, I'll see who they are, but right now we got a lot of news to talk about, and this is our last day. I don't want to spend too much time trying to hunt down trolls. Uh, they're here for a reason. God needs them here. We love you. Thank you for the view. Thank you for the rumble. Thank you for the algorithm. You're actually helping us more than you know, so we appreciate that. Now, speaking of helping out, ladies and gentlemen, one of our sponsors that has been helping out for quite some time here, and anybody in the comment section that can tell you that they've taken their advice could also tell you that they've been helped out, and that is Gold Co. Not only have they they, not only in, in the wake of cancel culture has Goldco been a month after month sponsor of the show, uh, which helps out the show and helps keep it on air, but they've helped out so many of our people here um, save themselves from having Vladimir Zelensky uh, take everything they've ever worked for. So, and everybody else in the world and all these other corrupt politicians. So, go to goldco.com. Do it after Christmas if you haven't done it yet. Wait for a little bit. uh, Relax. Get into the new year and start things the right way. Get a hold of them. If you have a retirement, if you have a nest egg that just keeps dwindling away and you've watched it go piece by piece over the last two years, get a hold of them today. Goldco.com or 855-559-3433. All right? Cousin Girl said, how many rumbles do we have? That's a good question. That is a good question. We have 3,700 people, but we only have 1,000 rumbles. That means we need more rumbles. And we need more trolls. Um, Jeremy, the troll said something nasty about the young lady that you had to do your show last night. Oh, Well, guess what? We still love you, troll. We still love you because you're a lost soul. You're in here looking for attention, which you found. But the attention that you're gonna get, that you're gonna get, is gonna be the grace of God. Just like evil demons flee by the name, just by hearing the name Jesus Christ, you're either gonna love us and become part of the light, or you're gonna hate us and flee like the evil demons do. Might take you a show or two, but we love having you here. And again, thank you for the views. You're helping the algorithm. That's all I've got to say. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're gonna stay in Arizona for a minute because. You heard in the second part of that video, you heard Jordan and Ben talking about shame on Ducey, shame on Ducey. Well, what he's talking about there is Ducey has been forced in a lawsuit to remove the shipping container border wall by the Biden administration, and he's going to comply because he's weak and because he is a massive loser, ladies and gentlemen, Um, lawsuit charged that the makeshift border wall was damaging the environment, damaging the United States of America. That's what the lawsuit was. Doug Ducey is being forced to take down the makeshift border wall of shipping containers after the Biden administration sued him for having damaged the United States by putting up the temporary structure in the absence of any federal border protection. The lawsuit charged that the wall has been erected unlawfully and without the authority on federal lands in Yuma County. So, uh, Ducey issued the executive order back in August providing for 3000 820 feet of open border to be blocked by 130 shipping containers within 11 days. That's almost a mile. By early November, the initiative had expanded elsewhere along the border to 6,680 feet, which would be over a mile uh, of containers stacked too high throughout Cochise County. Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Biden administration has forced Ducey to remove them. And Ducey said, "Okay," and is just removing them. Even though we have scenes like this going on in El Paso and around uh, uh, Texas and Arizona, we see miles and miles and miles, people just waiting in line to get in, waiting for Title 42 to be lifted, and yet Ducey is going to comply. Listen, Ducey, this is how weak you are, and this is why you're a rhino governor. Everything you've ever done is for optics. We already know, unless even Mark Burnovich does something in the next two weeks, you and him have zero. Let me repeat, you have zero future in politics. You've shown that you're cowards. You've shown that you've done nothing. Like I said, um, Brnovich has a couple weeks left to, to prove that he's not a coward, but, uh, Doug douchey, what a loser he's complying. And he's now starting to lift, uh, the wall. And that's the problem is you do not have to comply with an unconstitutional order. And what I mean by that is if the federal government is not protecting your state, According to the documents that founded this country, well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? You have the right through the Constitution and your own state constitution to protect that border, to protect the people of your state. And any unlawful ruling outside of that is just that, unlawful. So you should have given the Biden administration two proverbial middle fingers and said, make me, but Doug Ducey is a loser. So there you go. And again, we believe with the rule of law here, 100%, except for one thing. When that rule of law goes against the Constitution, then that rule of law is invalid. And we have about 5,000 laws that already supersede or go against the Constitution that need to be repealed and ignored immediately, period. Now, going from Arizona all the way over to the East Coast, we're going to go to Florida because we do have good news coming out of Florida, folks, and that is the Florida Supreme Court has approved Ron DeSantis' grand jury on the COVID-19 vaccines, okay? The move was put uh, has put DeSantis at odds with President Trump, who has touted the success of the Operation Warp Speed in swiftly making available the COVID-19 vaccine. If it is one um, criticism, uh, if it's one critical thing that I'll say about Donald Trump's administration, it was the vaccines. But again, I understand why he did it. I understand why he had to do it. He was stuck between a rock and a hard place. And who would have thought that even, um, that even uh, the doctors and the scientists would not care if people died? You know what I mean? But if that was one critical thing that I would say, it would be that. But let's get back to this. The Supreme Court yesterday ruled that the grand jury requested by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis to investigate COVID-19 manufacturers could proceed. Quote, a statewide grand jury shall be promptly impaneled for a term of 12 calendar months. I don't know why you would need that much time to run from the date of impanelment with jurisdiction throughout the state of Florida to investigate crime, return indictments make presentments, and otherwise perform all functions of a grand jury with regard to the offenses state herein, the court wrote in its ruling. An official with the office of the state attorney shared the ruling via Twitter. The DeSantis investigation has put the governor at odds, again, with uh, this whole vaccines are good thing, and it would be the only thing that he'd ever have to run against Trump. But guess what? It wouldn't be nearly enough. So I hate when people continue to throw that in there. Uh but it does need to be addressed either way. The pharmaceutical industry has a notorious history of misleading the public for financial gain, the state's filing contended, adding that the grand jury will probe the development promotion and distribution of vaccines purported to prevent COVID-19 infections, symptoms, and transmissions because that's the big one right there. They told us not only the not only Biden, Not only the CDC and the director there, Rochelle Walensky, not only Tony the rat-faced loser gain-of-function Fauci and the entire NIH, but every single Pfizer executive all the way up to the WHO said, this vaccine will prevent the transmission of COVID-19. They lied. They lied and they need to be held accountable for that. Amen? One day, y'all will see that I've known you will hate those that are in charge. Well, I don't hate those that are in charge. I don't even hate Biden. I don't. I don't really hate anything. But I understand what you're saying. So anyway, good, good news there, ladies and gentlemen, is that the grand jury has been uh, impaneled, uh, and we will move forward with it now. Another thing that I want to uh, before we do uh, right now, before we go to this next thing right now, I want to go to Arizona because Abe Hamaday's trial is currently going on. And I want to just jump to this. I wanted to do this a little earlier, but let's take a break, grab some coffee and let's go to Arizona real quick. You popped up for Yes, a I'm here.
7: It's saying host has denied video
1: or stop video.
5: Yeah, we could uh, the host will undo that here in a second.
1: Again, this is live uh, Zoom footage. Did you find her? Of Abe Hamaday's court trial. Right numbers. Those are the numbers I
5: have. All right, so we're going to... Oh, there you are, Ms. Grande. Okay, Ms. Grande, uh, raise your right hand. The clerk's going to swear you in as a witness.
7: Do you solemnly swear or affirm that the testimony which you shall give in the cause now pending shall be the truth? The whole truth and nothing but the truth under penalty of perjury so help you god i do all
5: right uh, go ahead mr lasota thank you your honor mr lasota mr lasota i am sorry for interrupting your honor i am very
4: sorry for interrupting um but it's my understanding that media is on and if mr lasota brings up these valid images they will be viewed
1: I just want to flag that for your honor. I don't know how to handle that. How about show have way to
5: just show them to the witness and not until and the court, and not to the public.
0: As yeah. long as the witness has case lines, lines up on their computer and Mr. Soda can have them accessing that and, and being able to reference them and, and show them. But if we share screen here on Zoom right now it is going to go to the public. All right. So, right. So-
5: and I'm assuming, Ms. Grande, you don't have case lines on your computer, or maybe you do.
2: Case lines,
7: as in?
5: Uh, our digital evidence system that we have here in the county. No, sir,
7: I do not.
5: Your Honor, I, I think we can just point these out by ballot number. Um, without without we, I think Eric Fartwell Yeah, without showing there, them because she, I mean.
1: I heard a fart. Did anybody hear a fart? She
5: knows which ones that, you know, she wrote down the numbers, and I think it will be pretty apparent to, Your Honor, what we're talking about if you do look at the ballot.
1: Specifically, but as long as you have the last, essentially the last farts matter. Di- last <laughs> all, right. all right, all right. Nothing really, nothing really. Um, um important all- going on there right now. I mean, I wouldn't say nothing important, but uh, you know, I don't want to tune in to hear Eric Fartwell uh, farting. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna move on. I want to, um, since we were just talking about COVID, and since we were just talking about the uh, the grand jury that was impaneled, I want to. Where's the best place to put this? Probably right back here. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring on Biden's COVID czar. Now, this guy's a piece of work. Everybody knows he's a loser as well. He's a liar, just like Tony Fauci. He's going to be in the bottom right of your screen. I'll take off the lower third banner so that you can see him. But I want to bring him on because he admits on this Zoom call on Health Report, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that masks are just not effective. They're just not effective. So if masks aren't effective, I'm glad to know this from Biden's covid czar ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and uh let's play this video it's gonna
0: okay here we go i actually think uh this is probably the most important long-term thing we can be doing for schools for office buildings for nursing homes indoor air quality is sort of has just not gotten the level of attention it deserves you know, Most experts believe that if we make some basic investments in indoor air quality, we can reduce, in fact, all respiratory infections by 30, 60, even 80%. I mean, the notion that you could cut respiratory infections, there's no study in the world that shows that masks work that well. So it, you're never going to get the kind of benefit from mandatory year-round masking as you would from making substantial improvements in indoor air. quality. Well, a lot look easier at to
1: that. Well, look at that. Can we say that again? I just want to hear that. I just want to hear that last part again. Turn it up so everybody can hear what he says.
0: So you're never going to get the kind of benefit from mandatory year-round masking as you would from making substantial improvements in indoor air quality. But it's a lot easier to implement as well. I well there you think- go.
1: There you go. Plus it's a lot easier to implement as well. I wonder, wonder why that is. I wonder if that comes down to personal choice and people not wanting to be masked up. You're never going to get those kind of results out of a mask and especially uh, a lot easier to implement than year-round masking and making people mask up. He's talking about air quality. Yeah, I know. That's why we have cleanses in our home, and we're not walking around like uh, uh, S&M freaks and, and being muzzled like dogs. Morons. Absolute morons. Anyway, probably one of the best ways, ladies and gentlemen, to make sure that you are healthy and ready for anything that life throws at you is by making sure that you are on Field of Greens. Can I say it again? I say it all the time, ladies and gentlemen. It is the most wonderful thing outside of uh, becoming a Christian that I've ever uh, introduced into my life is Field of Greens. I pray that they never stop making this product. It is so hard to get your daily amount of fruits and vegetables that you need. But when you realize what happens to you after you, for the first time, get your fruits and vegetables that you need every day for a month, two months at a time, when you start realizing what that does to your body and how much it changes back to the way God intended, you will never, ever, ever, ever stop, ever stop drinking your Field of Greens. So if you want to see what we all are talking about and what I'm experiencing, what everybody in the comment thread is talking about, then go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. Get a 15% discount. If you like the results, sign up for a monthly subscription, and you'll get that same discount all the time. Fieldofgreens.com, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said, fireman said, Field of Cleans. That's what it should be called. That's what it should be called, because boy, does that clean you right out. All right. Right back into it, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we're going to be longer today than usual, because this is the last broadcast of LFA TV until Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. We have no show the day after Christmas on Monday. I just want to make that clear. Let me say that one more time because even though I said it, there's going to be a lot of people that email me and go, where are you? There will be no more LFA TV shows until Tuesday at 9 a.m., which would be two days after Christmas. Okay? I love you all. Moving on, Barack Hussein Obama. Somebody mentioned this in the beginning of the show, and I could not believe how great a foresight somebody had when they said this in the beginning of this show today. Barack Hussein Obama was the architect of everything that we are seeing right now. The fundamental change of the United States of America led to the FBI and big tech illegally monitoring and censoring law abiding freedom loving americans who are citizens of a constitutional republic without barack hussein obama we would not be here today if you guys remember that barack obama was the first president to utilize main i mean social media for his campaign. It's almost like social media was rolled out Facebook was rolled out. Twitter was rolled out as a red carpet for this new fundamental change to get the government in everybody's life so they could supersede and go right through the Fourth Amendment so that they could take away your First Amendment, take away your Second Amendment, take away everything by knowing where you are, what you think, who you are, where you live, what you do, and what you have in your homes all right, here by utilizing social media and you giving the government, unbeknownst to you anyway, you giving the government access and a back door right into your homes and everything that you do through social media by saying, yeah, I agree to those terms of service and terms of conditions. And when those social media platforms all started rolling out was at the same time that Barack Obama became president in 2008 and they've used it ever since. And they gave, two, they gave immunity to these social media companies around that same time frame, which was called Section 230, so the government could use them to get into each and every one of your lives and know who your sources are, who you donate to, where and how you vote, every single Bit of it. The question here remains, was Barack Hussein Obama the architect of the FBI and big tech censorship and big tech monitoring that you see today? And the answer to that question is 100% yes, ladies and gentlemen. 100% yes. Let's take a trip to the past. Jason Goodman at CrowdSourceTheTruth.com. Reminds us that Barack Obama signed an executive order back in 2015 that ties all of this together. In 20, see, in, in 2008 until 2015, Barack Hussein Obama had free reign to help these people build and grow and then sign executive orders that kept them safe, which basically kept the government safe and everything they had to do with it. This is incredible. In 2015, long after Ayers and Dorn helped the obscure Illinois senator uh, rise to international prominence, Obama held a technology summit at Stanford University. After delivering remarks on the future of technology and industry, Obama signed an executive order by the number 13691, which promoted private sector cybersecurity information sharing. In, so this comes back to when the FBI came out and said, this is no different than stuff we've always done. Yeah, they're right. They're lying to you and telling you the truth in the same sentence. In it, the president commanded that, quote, private companies, nonprofit organizations, executive departments and agencies, and other entities must be able to share information Related to cybersecurity risks and incidents and collaborate to respond in a close to real time and as real time as possible. Stanford students in attendance were probably unaware, but this order codified longstanding FBI demands to supersede the Fourth Amendment and investigate anyone they wanted whenever they wanted. And this paved the way for the neo-fascism now being exposed in the ongoing releases of the Twitter files. This goes back 100% to Barack Hussein Obama's out of nowhere rise to superstardom in power. And then everything that we've seen ever since. Making good on his campaign promise, Obama ensured that Americans would be fundamentally transformed from a constitutional republic to a neo-fascist, technocratic, autocracy democracy. This new authority would be enforced by a digitally enabled superstacy made up of an FBI InfraGuard member, a member's, and other contractors, including hundreds, perhaps even thousands of ordinary citizens patrolling online as America's secret police. I want everybody to do this right now. I'm going to put this in the comment section, okay? Ready? www.infraguard.org That's what I'm referring to. See, when I give you truth like this, that no other network is going to break down, when Mike Crispy gives you proof like this, that no other network is going to break down, we're going to tell you where we get it from. We're going to tell you how we came to this conclusion, not just tell you that this conclusion exists. Such an Orwellian overthrow would be calculated to happen without anyone, without anyone noticing until it was too late, you know. Like today. The merger of government and corporate technological power enabled a class of politically aligned. Bureaucratic elite scumbag losers to maintain control by monitoring and stifling opposition rather than allowing open debate in a free marketplace of ideas. These traitors have trampled the Constitution and destroyed the most fundamental aspect of American greatness. Now, understand this, folks monkey see, monkey do. Everybody will go where they think that the majority of people are going, away from. The Bible, number one. But everybody is a crowd mentality. That's why they were able to ignite January 6th. We live in a crowd mentality world. So if the federal government is overseeing and running social media, they can tell the world there's no opposition to this. And anybody that does oppose this is a traitor or a white nationalist, white supremacist, racist. And that is the narrative. Instead of the counterculture, instead of the counter argument, instead of the debate in the open square, it is these people are liars there's only one view this is the view that's what they've been doing for the last 15 years 10 years for sure 10 years for sure but they've been setting this up since 2006 since George Bush was in office folks MySpace was real MySpace was a real social media grassroots Capitalistic way of building an online social presence. MySpace was real and Tom just wanted to be your friend. The government saw the reality of what MySpace could do. The government saw that MySpace was consuming people's time like nothing had ever consumed their time before. No TV, no television, programming. Choice of words there, huh? Like never before. And all of a sudden, Facebook... Twitter, and all these other ones started popping up, and boom, they got you. Everything has been a a PSYOP ever since. Ever since. Tom just wanted to be your friend, and MySpace was cool. Facebook sucks, and look at everything we're in now. Didn't this all start with 9-11? I would say you're you're probably right as far as the plan, but the digital part of it came in 2006. That's when the div- digital part came to this. Now, remember, folks, this was Executive Order 13691. Okay? I want you to go read it for yourselves. But until then, let me just read for you this portion of this Executive Order. Okay? Section 1 Policy In order to address cyber threats to public health and safety, national security, and economic security of the United States, private companies nonprofit organizations, executive departments and agencies and other entities must be able to share information related to cybersecurity risks and incidents and collaborate to respond in a in as close to real time as possible. Organizations engaged in sharing of information related to cybersecurity risks and incidents play an invaluable role in the collective cybersecurity of the United States of America. The purpose of this order is to encourage the voluntary formation of such organizations to establish mechanisms to continually improve the capabilities and functions of these organizations to better allow these organizations to ready for this partner with the federal government on a voluntary basis but what if it's not voluntary then we'll take away your section 230 that we gave you blackmail bribery whatever you want to call it bumblebee jeremy didn't you vote for obama yes i did in 2008 yes i did not in 2012 in 2008 i drank the kool-aid I thought for sure that this guy was going to tear down the two-party system. I was right. He did tear the two-party system down, but he did not tear it up to build it back the way it should have. He tore it down to make it worse. I found that out after the first year of his presidency. And I never looked back. I found that out after the first, the first six months of his presidency, actually. Now you know where we are, folks, and why we're here. Barack Hussein Obama. Terry said Jeremy would have never voted for Obama. I did. I did. (laughs) Yes, I did. Very different person back then, too. But that's why I said nobody, uh, hardly anybody under the age of 30 was ever a Republican. That's changing now. That is changing now because of people like us now. Now we have like TPUSA. We have young people everywhere waking up. I want to welcome SN Poll One for being a troll. Thank you. I guess that's what they say. Or anybody else who might be a troll, we want to welcome you. So, anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to bring that to your attention and give you that, um, that uh, executive order that you needed. Now we're going to go to the great state of Maine, ladies and gentlemen, which is not too far from me here in New Hampshire as a Maine mother discovers that the school was giving her 13-year-old daughter a chest binder to hide her boobs. Let's go to the video. This is the kind of crap that's going on all over our world and we're exposing it here and we're gonna stop it.
7: Amber Levy, Newcastle Maine. On Friday, December 2nd, we discovered a chest binder in my barely 13-year-old's bedroom. Utilizing these devices can cause serious side effects. After discussing this with our 13-year-old minor child, it was revealed to us that the binder was given to her by a district social worker employed at AOS Central Lincoln County Main Schools without our permission. Our child was originally assigned to another social worker employed at her school. When the new social worker took her into their supposed care in mid-October, We were never informed of this change, nor did the newly assigned social worker reach out to us to introduce themselves. In my initial meeting with administrators regarding this heinous act, they expressed grave concern for a social worker in our school providing this chest binder to our 13-year-old minor child without parental consent. To our understanding, this person was not fired and will remain as is at AOS 93 Central Lincoln County Middle Schools. I want to say that our daughter turned 13 a month prior to this incident. She is a minor child, my minor child, and under no circumstances should she have been provided a chest bite without knowledge of the parents. School administration will not release to us social worker notes from meetings they with our child. At this time, we have concern for their actions. To has kicked it without including parental consoles a social worker at the school encouraged the student to keep a secret from their parents this is the very definition of child predatory sexual grooming. predators work to gain a victim's trust by driving a wedge between them and their parents this secret has caused our child exacerbated symptoms of distress anxiety and depression through the discovery of this chest binder Though the discovery of this chest minor has had the unfortunate
1: outcome of my pulling her from her school. All right. She has expressed so that she's glad. So basically what is- you see here, ladies and gentlemen, is a mother crying in front of the school board to say, there's a social worker here who is literally working with my daughter and causing major, major problems with what this social worker is getting my daughter to A, believe, and B, actually do, and C, she's driving a wedge between... My daughter and us. And she's crying and she's pleading to these people. And you want to know something? I bet you they're letting it go through one year here and out. Hey, teacher, leave the kids alone. Thank you for the, hey, teacher, leave those kids alone. But it's true. It is true. And you want to know something? That parent, immediately after that, should take her child. Look, folks, I hate to say this. I really do. I really do. And I'm not saying that all public schools are bad today. I'm not saying that at all. But if anything like this is happening in your child's school, you're not going to beat the school board unless you remove the school board. And until the school board is removed, get your child out of there. Get your child out of there. I'm fine. I'm so glad that we're finally getting trolls back again because we just talked about the other day how trolls are weak nowadays. Her fault for keeping her child in the schools. Yes, I do agree that after a certain point, if you still have your child there, then you got to get them out. You got to get them out until it's safe to put them back. Otherwise, you're putting them in a very in harm's way every day. I'm looking. I'm seeing. I try to see who these trolls are. I don't know who they all are. You guys are going to have to tell me who they are. I already banned one who was talking really disgusting. I know that. Uh, Thank you for the Rumble. Let's go to the Rumble chat, actually. Let's go to the Rumble chat right now. Let's, let's Let's let the Rumble chat expose what is going on in the chat itself, where everybody is. Kick Rumble off Jeremy. Is that a troll, Steve? Are you a troll? Yep, this troll is uneducated. The troll makes me laugh. Who is it, Eli? No, I already got rid of them. I already got rid of them. Yeah, they're already gone. Trolls confirmed that we are over target," said Bad Moon. Exactly, exactly. And you want to know when when we uh, when we go hunt them for them? They they shut up. They stop talking. <laughs> oh, they're so scared. I already got rid of S N L poll. They're already gone. Already gone. I'm just looking for the others. This troll is a pig. Not anymore. That one is gone. 1869 Rifleman. Boom! Look at that. It's a disgusting one. I don't understand the code of conduct teachers with our children. Amen. Very disgusting. Uh, I feel like a hot commodity. said, Lacey. Yeah, exactly. Right? These people. Uh, Maybe more police will fix it. This one needs banned too. Well, you can't say this one needs banned if you don't tell me their name. (laughs) I don't know what this one means. Uh, Lacey says the troll is making me blush. (laughs) Anyway. No, Sin Bowl's already gone. Already gone. All right, moving on. We got to go to California real quick because California County is now prohibiting, ladies and gentlemen, check this out. Cab- California County is now prohibiting that a landlord can do a background check on somebody. So can you imagine what this is going to do? Can you imagine right now in a world where everybody is already looking for? for housing and they can't find housing. Can you imagine what this is going to do if you tell landlords that they're not allowed to do a background check on somebody? How else are you supposed to find out who is going to be responsible to pay the rent or not destroy your place? Unbelievable. Let's get to it. Sick story. California County prohibits landlords from conducting criminal background uh, checks on applicants. Um, A California county, which, which county is it here? The California Apartment Association blasted the Alameda County Board of Supervisors In a statement saying, rather than focus on building affordable homes and lifting its eviction moratorium, the county is wasting time by adopting new limits on a landlord's ability to protect the rights of their tenants and provide quality housing. Before placing new regulations on housing providers, the Board of Supervisors must lift the COVID-era eviction moratorium, which invites tenants to not pay their rent. Even if they suffered a COVID-related hardship, the statement continued, Almeida County should follow other cities across the state and end its outdated and illegally questionable eviction moratorium rather than waste time on policies that won't truly solve our housing crisis. So this is, again, folks, I've already removed that that person, folks, Sissy Mouse. I've already removed them a long, long time ago. Sinpol is still posting. Oh, I see. I see. Well, then we'll get rid of them again. Oh, look at that. Banned forever. Uh, That was because they they had a new account, so we just got rid of them again. We just got rid of them again. Anyway, long story short, folks, what this is doing is, again, you're reaching into the private sector again. You're reaching into other people's lives. You're reaching into other people's businesses. You're reaching into other people's decision-making with their money and their finances and their assets, and you're telling them what they can and can't do. I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this is communism. This is socialism and Marxism. If they can do this in any county in America, then we're already there. We're already there. And you have to fight like hell to get it back. You're never just going to be able to get people to say, okay, we better not do that. Okay, we better not do that. You got to fight fire with fire in these instances, folks. If we're already living in communism, you got to fight fire with fire. There's no more talking your way out of it if you're already there in that county. All right? So that's Almeida County, ladies and gentlemen. Now, before we move on to the last little bit of the show, we're going to highlight another sponsor, especially right before Christmas, because I expect that they'll be leaving right after Christmas, and that is the mini Right Chainsaw, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. The mini Tack Right Chainsaw is your one-stop shop for the greatest gift that you could ever give your husband or your son or even your mom or your wife because it's easy to use for anybody around the house, but who wouldn't want an assault chainsaw? You know what I mean? I would love to have an assault chainsaw. Actually, I know I got them ordered. Hold on. Hold on. We're getting rid of another one. Oh, I love it. I just love getting rid of these losers. Bye-bye. Woo! Time out. Time out for the, for the morons. Anyway, folks, go to tacrightlfa.tv.com Again, that is T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T, tacrightlfa.tv.com. Get your little mini uh, assault chainsaws and get them now while they're hot. 50% off and free shipping and handling. So get them now. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the show, what I've been waiting for, to put a smile on your face. Here we go. Remember the song, the great Christmas song, Mary, Did You Know? Well, you got to love the Babylon Bee because they, re, they re, uh, remastered this, or, or I should say uh, did their own version of Mary Did You Know called Biden, Did You Know? Check it out. Oh, that
2: your policies would drive a us underwater. Biden, did you know that your policies would trans our sons and daughters? Did you know that your policies will punish what is true? The church that you subscribe to does not subscribe to you. Biden, did you you know? Did you know that your baby boy made shady deals in Ukraine? Biden, did you know that your baby boy loves Parmesan and cocaine? Did you know that you shouldn't touch these women like sniff that little girl's hair, it's borderline me too. Did you know that your policies make here its reign seem bland? One day you'll have to answer to the great.
1: Awesome from Babylon B. Hey, I've been I've just I've been sitting here banning trolls left and right. I absolutely love it. But what you know, ladies and gentlemen, if they're all coming in the way they are, as fast as they are, what does that tell you? That tells you that we are ringing the right bells again, just like we were in 2016, and I'll just play them all this before they go. I'm a
3: loser.
1: You're gonna lose again.
3: I'm a loser. Oh, you're gonna lose again. And I'm not one.
1: I to be. Oh, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, look, there are right ways. Oh, you know what? Before we go, let's make the trolls even more mad because we have to sing happy birthday to Jesus because that's what Christmas is all about. Right, guys? Singing happy birthday to Jesus. So let's do that right now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jesus, and welcome all you trolls. It's about to get bumpy for 2023, so I hope you got your uh, armor on. We do. We'll meet you on the battlefield. For the rest of you, have a merry, merry Christmas. Have a merry Christmas. I will see you back Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. for Rise Up. I love each and every one of you. Make sure you download the LFA TV app. Follow me on Getter, because I like to go live there sometimes. Follow me everywhere. I'll go live as many times as I can at home. We're starting a lot more backyard ranting. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas. I really do. Make sure you go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter for the new year. Also, become a one time or a monthly donor. We are viewer-funded here. I do love every one of you. We've made it through another wonderful year together. I don't have enough kind things to say. All I do know is... um, We'll be back Tuesday, and we'll be back bigger and better and more ready than we've ever been. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace.